Music has changed. How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual. Hi, I'm Mac G, and this is the Amp Studios Creative Industry Podcast, a series of masterclasses that are designed to help you build a business in the music industry. Proudly brought to you by Old Mutual. Amp Studios is a free culture hub facility situated in the heart of downtown Johannesburg in Newtown with uh, world-class recording studios, co-working spaces, video facilities, a stage and streaming facilities all free and designed to help young artists build a career in the music industry. If you'd like to be a part of the Amp Studios or check out all the masterclasses and content we've created for you, just go to www.ampstudios.co.za or send us your name to our WhatsApp line on 081-707-6636. That's 081-707-6636. Welcome to another masterclass from our management series. In this episode, we speak to Sipa Hotsticks legendary manager Martin Myers, who's also run one of South Africa's most important music conferences called Music Exchange for the past 10 years. Uh, also joined by Sibu Mabana. She's the founder of Duma Collective, who has extensive experience in the event industry and is currently managing Questa. And last but not least, we've got Tuliki Opilwe, uh, who's the founder of Lok Communications, an artist booking and representation agency that now works closely with the likes of DJ Maporisa and Kabza the Small. Uh, so we're going to kick things off. We're going to be talking to managers. Yes, some of the dopest managers in the countries right now. Uh, Tulu is here. She manages uh, Maporisa, uh, Aries, Shasha, the list is endless. And then we've got Sibu who manages Cuesta, and then Martin who manages the legendary Sipa Hotsticks Mabuza. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, let's get straight into it. Tuli, welcome to the show and uh, please tell us more about yourself. Hi Megji, it's good to see you again. I'm Tuli Kipilwe, I'm an artist manager slash booking manager. Even though we'll unpack it later, some people think it's the same thing, sometimes it's not, just depends on the kind of person that you are. I handle artists such as DJ Maporesa, Gabs of the Small, Aries, DJ Slick, DJ Capital, Nindo the Vocalist, Shasha. <sighs> Tyler, I see you. Mia <laughs> 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 there's a, there's a, yeah, just to name a few, but those are the top guys. I started in this industry four years ago. I started a company called Lock Communications where most of my artists are signed under. And I mainly handle their bookings, so bookings being their live shows, performances, and it also obviously overlaps into me doing the manager roles, which we'll obviously unpack. Yeah, that is me, Tiliki Pile. Moving to Cebu, uh, what about you? Tell us more about yourself. Hey Max, so good to see you, and hey everyone at home and here in studio. I'm Cebu Mabena. I run a creative agency called Duma Collective. And at the collective, we do PR, we do events, we do social media management and influencer campaigns, as well as creative direction. And um, we work really hard to kind of create an ecosystem so that this last thing that we do, which is talent management, is able to be monetized. So some of the artists that we manage, Kalo, actually, I only have seven, so it's easy to remember. (laughs) But (laughs) I have Kalo, who's a house musician, um, Questa, who's a hip-hop musician, um, DJ PH, who's a performing DJ as well as radio DJ on Metro FM. Then I have Jessica Nkosi, who's an actress, um, Mutsirisi Mohono, who is a super sport anchor, and Michalin Damase, who's a social media influencer, like a professional social media influencer. And lastly, I have, I was about to say, I remember, so busy. <laughs> 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 gotta be so dramatic, right? Um, 
So I have a, 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 like, it's, it's different talents, uh, different artists that do different things. And by, by being an agency manager, well, an agency owner and being able to do different things, we're able to then monetize all of um, the different things that our talents are able to do. So that's what we do at Duma Collective, and that's who I am as Sibu Mapena. And lastly, <laughs> Martin, what do you have to say? What can you tell us about yourself? <laughs> uh, hi, Mac G. Thank you very much, and delighted to be with the, the two ladies here today. Very fortunate. I'm a bit older, color of my hair. Graduate from UCT in 1985, and that's where I got, got involved in the music business. Worn a, a number of hats, um, some of them working for big concerts, I uh, worked for Sony BMG or Sony the record company for 17 years. Very fortunate to manage one of the living legends in South Africa, um, Sipo Hotsticks Mabuse, who's spoken at Amp Studios many times on that. Look after RJ Benjamin, who's done a lot of work um, on reality TV shows. Very fortunate to look after a gentleman who not many of you will know, but is most probably one of the bigger artists to come out of South Africa. A gentleman by the name of Dr. Trevor Jones, who is a film composer. Um, look after a poet called Sipokazi Jonas, who has done some very exciting work during lockdown, which we'll touch on. And then I write for a number of publications and then I also run a music conference, but steeped in the entire ecosystem of the music industry and delighted to be with two wonderful ladies who are going to inspire me because the future of the music industry is about youth. Don't be afraid and we're going to try and unpack as many things as, as we can today in the next hour and a half with you. I think regardless of us being startups or upcoming, nothing beats being a professional. Whether you are the most well-known artist, nothing beats being a professional. Be on time. If anything, be early. We were meant to start at half past three. We got here at half past two. Because why? We take our clients seriously. We take you seriously. We take the audience seriously. And we're not doing this getting on some big world stage and getting paid gazillions of money. But because we've said yes, as soon as you have said yes and you've taken whatever you've taken from a fee perspective, you respect your client and you take them seriously and you arrive on time because you don't understand what the ramifications of you being late are. So when you figure late and you think that, oh, it's just five minutes, but that five minutes, you getting on stage means now, okay, now we're 20 minutes late. Now the show's 20 minutes late. They were supposed to finish at 12 o'clock. Now they must finish at one, but they can't finish at one because Jock, the police said, no, your party ends at 12. So which artist must get kicked off now? Now Babes Otum was there ready. I almost got put in jail, put in jail because I put the lady on stage because she was late, but now, other people were late and then other and it just makes this really bad cycle of unprofessionalism people have paid to see their artists perform but because one artist got there late now there's a problem for everyone coming after them so coming to meetings sending things on time if you said you were going to do something by wednesday do it by wednesday because you as the manager are making your artists look bad there's a lot but does it frustrate you it, where, 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 the, where people aren't getting back to you and yes you mean client or you mean promoter both things, client, promoter, yeah, what frustrates you? I think the thing that frustrates me the most is when the artist doesn't get back to you and you need certain things from them, i.e. just a video saying, hi, shout out, this is DJ Maporisa, catch me at, you know, those kind of things actually irk me more than <laughs> a client or a promoter not getting back to me. You know what I mean? Because as a brand and as, as DJ Maporisa, as Cubs of the Small, you doing those small little videos or you having to be at a certain place at a specific time says so much about who you are. You know, and if you don't arrive on time, the client is not going to take you seriously. You know? Do you go to the gigs and, as I call it, 
babysit the adults? This, this is why I'm here today with this. <laughs> because I was babysitting DJ Maporosa and I stepped off the stage and I fractured my ankle. But that's because I know the kind of person that he is, you know. And artists, I, all my artists, I treat them as my kids. They are my children. I heard you say marriage. It's marriage, it's children, it's yonkinto, it's everything. You know what I mean? But I treat them more as my children because sometimes they really can't think twice about certain things, you know. You have to always think ahead of them because they think of something right now and two seconds later it's completely different and then they get upset and then they throw their towels and then it's, it's over, you know what I mean? But managing that goes back to the emotional intelligence that you have to have with regards to one minute you're fighting with them, one minute you're in love, one minute, you know, you're fighting with the promoter just for whatever and then you're going back to, you know, it's a happy family because now the gig is over and everybody's, you know, They've got the money now, you know? But so what yeah. rings true is know, your per know the person that you're working with, yeah. right? So as your artists, because artists are different. Some are literally just left-brained, super creatives. Don't talk to them about anything but the music. Mm -hmm. Others are actually very analytical people who just happen to be talented and are exploiting that talent as well. Mm -hmm. So they're able to think for themselves, no, I'm on time and they're super neat freaks. So you must know who you're working with and how to work with them. Mm. I know one of my talents has an attention span of one hour. After one hour, everything I've wanted to talk to them about must be done. Decisions, contracts, sign here, do this. Order. After that, it's over. Don't yeah. tell me about anything. I need to go. Another artist will take long. They want to sit and ideate and come up with things. And mm. I'm like, yo, I need to go. I've got, you know. <laughs> so there's, you've got to know the person that you're working with. If someone asks me for a video, right? <laughs> it's either I must go to, there's an artist, I must go to his house and say, here's my phone, take the video, and then I can go, I'll leave you in peace. But other people I can rely on. I say, oh, Jess, I need this. She's a girl. She gets it. So you must just know your people, and that'll make your life a lot easier being able to deflect problems with your clients. Because your client wants to know that Somizi is the Somizi that they imagine them to be. Mm. Or Somizi, like the way they see him on TV and what he's done for other people, that's the Somizi they want to experience. Not the one that's tired, not the one that was working till 2 a.m. last night, not the one that has to go to another gig. And clients don't have time to understand that. A client wants to see Somizi the way they envisioned him to be, right? So when, as manager, you've got to find a way to make sure that you present that version of Somizi. So if the meeting is at 10, Somizi, the meeting's at half past nine, rather I say to him that the client is late than say to the client that Somizi's late. You understand what I mean? So know the person that you're working with, and that way you are able to make or present your client, who is your talent, as the person that the client wants to see. You were speaking, we, we're all babysitters in, 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 in some way or another. And I, I wanted to read some of the points that are sitting when I'm working on, on the plane coming up here. What you really need to have, and, and I'm not blowing smoke, I think we all have it sitting in, in the room. You need to have agility as a manager. You need to have, be a lateral thinker, thinking beyond today. And we've all spoken about that now thinking about next year, the year after. You need to be analytical. We've talked about being a team player. You need to be organized. You need to be deadline driven. You need to be contractually aware. And if you don't know, seek help. Assume nothing, be risk averse. And by that, I mean, don't put your artist in a precarious financial position being, oh yes, we'll do the gig and you can pay me on Monday and the gigs on Friday. Not happening. And I've experienced that. I've experienced it going to a show in Queenstown. I was the one lashing the cash. I knew it was going to go belly up, but you swallow your pride and you go and you do it. 
the person who was promoting the event didn't do his work. But I knew I had to go because I smelt a rat from the very beginning. It was, in inverted commas, a favor to help someone out. I saw it as a huge opportunity to do something in the Eastern Cape, and it went what they call belly up. It didn't work. It was a charity fundraising event. But I kept the artist safe. The artist performed. We swallowed our pride. We did our work and we came home. It was a weekend away. No one got hurt and we made the 30 or 40 people that arrived happy because they never expected an artist like Sipa Mabuse as an example to be in a little town like Queenstown. And that's what I keep foremost in my mind. I've been privileged to see things in this country that 99.9% .9 of pale faces will never see because I've been privy to things that are just unimaginable. You know, Cyril Ramaphosa's farewell party and talking about longevity. Lily's Leaf, do you know where Lily's Leaf is in uh, Ravonia? It's where Mandela and a lot of people stayed and all of that and the, the trial and the famous Ravonia trial speech, Nelson Mandela's speech. And it was the anniversary and I know Nicholas Walpi who runs the venue and he's friendly with Sipo approached us to do the function. I said, well, the greatest of pleasure. I'm still waiting for national government to arrive, but that's another story. Sipo and I ended up putting the thing on. Who arrived? The former president of the Republic, because he's the chairperson of Lily's Leaf, Khalema Motlante. We all get personally introduced. We chat to him. The late Andrew Mkhangeni is there and everything on Sipo plays with a four-piece band. It is an amazing day. It's one of those that you go, oh my heavens, I'm privileged to be there. The former president comes to me, says, Martin, please come to my house. We're going to break bread. My wife loves that song that Sipo did. Can you do our wedding in two weeks time? On that bingo, we're doing the former president's wedding, personal wedding at his house. Didn't expect it. A completely different outcome. We didn't go and splash it all over social media. Kept dead quiet about it because there's personal, there's private and there's public. That's highly personal. Yes. Drum magazine rolled it out later. But who knew that that opportunity would arrive by doing something? Because our intentions are good and our intentions are pure. And that's what you have to look at. The amount of photographs I've taken for people with a cell phone, turning it this way, oh, seeps, yeah, give it to him, he'll take it. The joy that you see in people's faces, because they are stars. We are all working with stars. Everybody would go, oh, wow, you're working with these these legends, etc., etc., they're human beings who have feelings, who get hurt, but you see the joy that when you interact, when they interact with the audience, and that's what's always in the back of our mind, because you don't know, I don't know any of you personally, you could have trauma at home, you could have all sorts of things, but you've come here seeking knowledge. We want to give that, and that's the way that I look at every single thing that I do every single day. I think that's why I've lasted, I've lasted this long. I'm the person at the back of the room. It's actually maintaining the power of access because the access to you having presidents next to you and you know, firstly not being starstruck, but also being able to find opportunities for your artists within that space is crucial for a manager. You know? When you're in a space like that, you can't be like, oh my God, I need to take a picture with this person. You, know? you have to be like, okay, I'm in this space and as a manager, what opportunities can I find within this space for my artist to either get a number for the next gig or even taking a photo and it being on drum or whatever, you know, that publicity, but also, yes, with the, the point of, you know, 
certain things are private, but certain things, honestly, I feel that having the power of access, you're able to touch a lot of aspects within the artist's career, you know? And finding those small key things is the power of which an, in which a manager is supposed to have because you're supposed to see things that the artist doesn't see. You must be able to literally bring out the world before they even see what the world is. You bring out the world, but don't we have to celebrate our artists? It's far easier for us to shout about the artists that we've got to bring them into the rooms. Look, sir, you really need to book them. They've done this and that than the artist doing it. Because if the artist does that, is it not construed as ego? No, well, sometimes the artist has more rapport with an audience than you would. So if Brasipo goes up to Bob Mutlante, that conversation will take on a completely different spin because Bob Mutlante is a fan compared to you as the manager coming and approaching to discuss business right now. So timing is also crucial, right? So establish that, okay, this person likes this person. So let me see how I can then work it after that conversation has taken place. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after these. The global pandemic has exposed the fact that many of us are ill-prepared for rainy days. Entertainers, in general, are among the hardest hit. We need to save for rainy days. We need to have a financial plan in place. We have all learned many lessons, especially around our finances. So let's make use of this time to reflect and plan for any future rainy days. You might not have been prepared for this one, but it doesn't mean that you cannot plan for the next one. Live within your means. Don't go overboard. There's no need to impress anyone. Don't owe anybody any success but yourself. Let's all plan for tomorrow. Speak to a financial advisor. This is the reason we partnered with MTV to provide these tips and for you to achieve your exceptionally best future. Music has changed. How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual. Welcome back. Let's get back into this week's Amp Studios Music Industry Podcast. Wow, that's hectic. You guys are talking some high-level stuff here. I mean, even I can't get an invite to Sir Ramaphosa's house. So imagine <laughs> an emerging artist. Uh, but just going into that, what are some of the building blocks for emerging artists? Something very, very important that was touched on earlier Regardless of who is managing you, and I, I think um, we don't speak about this enough, you have to have an agreement in place. Contract, step one. Step one is, okay, you're going to be my manager. This is what we are agreeing to do. This is your job. This is my job. This is how we're going to split money. This is what I pay for. This is what you pay for. This is what the joint money pays for. Because now, when you empower your manager, after having agreed, they can go and run. They can go and say, Mina, my artist, yes, we're going to do it. They're able to make a decision for you because you've agreed to it. Ayuguti, now your manager has put themselves out there and then they've agreed to something on your behalf, but then you're going to turn around and be like, no, I don't want to do that. Now your manager starts feeling disempowered and starts feeling stupid and doesn't want to take risks on your behalf anymore. So agreement is step number one. Two, whoever you work with, and I'm speaking to artists choosing a manager, that person, the characteristics you must look for, are all those things that he mentioned, but also someone who's going to hustle for you. You can't have someone who wants to be like you. Now it's someone who wanted to be an artist, but they didn't make it. They see that you're about to make it. So now they want to access the market through you because you're blowing up, right? Now this person is also taking gigs on the side and you're like, but what are we doing here, guys? Like, are you going to work or are you going, you know? So have that 
agreement, but someone who's going to hustle and work and put themselves out there and understand that the only way I eat as a manager is if you eat as an artist. So that's, you've got to find someone who's going to hustle for you. Three, they must be someone who can be diplomatic. And I say diplomatic in that someone that can be nice, but someone that can be tough. Someone who can be respectful, but someone who doesn't take the S word. Someone who can hustle, like negotiate a little bit more for you, but knows when to stop pushing. Someone who won't lose the gig for you unnecessarily, but will also not compromise you. So as someone coming up, there's a lot of things you're going to also say yes to that you wouldn't say yes to if you were like a huge artist. Sometimes it's a charity gig. But at that charity gig, there's good media. So if there's good media, that's exposure. You know, people like to dumb down the word exposure and say, oh, you can't pay your bills in exposure. Very true. You can't pay your bills in exposure. However, you can build a career incorporating exposure. So when someone else has paid for free media or someone else has paid for media to be there, a publicist, whatever, when you can, you can benefit off of that media for free by virtue of being there. Now you're able to tell Daily Sun your story because they are at an event that you're performing at for free, for example. Don't be afraid to do things to learn and to expose yourselves to a bigger network. I think as emerging artists, we can take those risks. We have the time, we have the opportunity to take those kind of free deals where you'll get something else in exchange and not necessarily money. From my perspective, as let's use Sipa Mabuse as an example. It's a really good example. It's strange. We all read these terms nowadays. Oh, you've got to take the chance. You've got to ask the question. I was at UCT, 1985, at the height of apartheid. None of you guys were born yet. And he had this massive song, Burnout, which is still so relevant today. And I wanted him for, for UCT radio. And I met him and we, and we struck up a friendship and that friendship has lasted till today. Uh, we're like husband and wife. <laughs> and I think the biggest thing, you need to fight for your artist continually. And you need to stay in your lane by, by me saying, stay in my lane. My skills are, and I'll, I'll run through some of the attributes, which I think I have, which I think all of us have. We work incredibly hard. It's not just about the 15% that you take from the gig or the 20%. It's about the setup. It's about the booking. It's about the marketing. It's about having a vision. And sometimes the artist doesn't have that vision because they're afraid. And I'm very, very fortunate with Sipo. He understands that. I'll jump into the fire before he will. And I'll give you a couple of examples later where we've got an inordinate amount of press and publicity for doing something for 200 rand or 300 rand but he didn't understand the initial idea and the initial ask that we were doing and once you were there and you've got to keep your artist safe that is the biggest thing your artist is your breadwinner and as they get older your audience moves with you so Sipo's not going to be jumping around in a nightclub. It's just not him. He's turning 70 this year. But if I put together a really special dinner with some P-West pictures who's standing behind us and you auction them off with a thousand rand a pop and they're signed by both artists and you can have engagement at a dinner and perhaps an intimate performance, you're liable to sit and want to do that because you've had a quality experience. Because your audience grows with you. 
So you need to understand where you position yourself as an artist. And SIPO, and I use this very liberally, is streetwise. He's worked hard. His first gig was at um, Orlando West. In fact, the first show that, that was ever booked for him is Irving Causa. And we know where Irving is. So there's those relationships that you need to understand and respect. Many a time, someone will phone him and he'll say, no, no, no. And artists are easy touch. Because what do artists need to do continually? They need to be nice. They always need to be nice and they're always saying yes. So then I will get deflected the phone call. Mart, please deal with this. And you have to deal with it. It's how quickly you turn that around, how respectful you are to the person on the other side, and how you negotiate. And those are skills that you learn as you go. I mean, we were talking ab uh, about it earlier. You don't throw everything on, 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 onto the paperwork. This is our fees. This is how we travel. This is what we want to do. This is our traveling party. Engage in a couple of emails because it's cold. You're not understanding the nuances of how the person is speaking. You perhaps haven't spoken to them on, on the phone. Many a time, a lot of the negotiations start happening on WhatsApp. I can't stand that. <laughs> I say to them, please, could you email me? And here's my email address, and then I will take it from there, because I then have a paper trail. Now you might sit and say, but you haven't spoken to the artist. I only tell the artist that something is happening once it is confirmed. Imagine if you're sitting around, and let's use November coming up, Let's leave COVID out of the picture for the moment. That's one of the busiest times for South African artists. We like to perform. There are a, a tremendous amount of shows. Hi, Seeps. I've got a quote out for A, B, C, D, E, F, G. He goes, wow, I'm earning a hell of a lot of money. All of a sudden, none of those are confirmed. It puts untold pressure on you. You need to go with results continually. You'd rather go and say, gentlemen, here's the 50% confirmation. As a manager, you transfer that immediately to the artist. That secures the promoter, whether you're the promoter or you're the promoter, the artist is going to arrive and perform. He then has a contractual duty to do that. And we can talk about that later if you want to. And you get the balance of the money prior to the performance, seven days before the event. SIPO performs, the promoter doesn't pay. What recourse do I have as the manager? I've got nine musicians coming, screaming at me. Where's the money? I go, no, it's coming. Well, how long is a piece of string? How long are you going to be strung along? You have no bargaining power. And that's the basis at the end of the day, what the manager needs to do. He needs to keep your artist safe. I ask for the balance 10 days prior to the event. I manage SIPA out of Cape Town. A lot of people don't know that. It's done over emails, it's done over calls. I understand him, I understand how things work. I stay in Pimville all the time that I come up here. It's my home, my second home. And I understand those workings, but you're keeping the artist safe. Because the moment that gigs happened, you're EFTing the money to everybody. And I think if we walk out of here today with those life lessons, that it's key to get the money. It is a business. And I, I brought some notes and I'm going to keep quiet after that. There's, a, there's, a, there's an artist, David Bowie, who Dr. Trevor Jones, who I mentioned earlier, has worked with. And this sums it up. Make it your business 
to understand the business that you are in. That's the bottom line. And the other wonderful quote that I've used many, many a time is from Dr. Trevor Jones, prepare or prepare to fail. I got up at five o'clock this morning to come here. I've got two hours of notes here. I'm petrified because I want to give you the right amount of information. I'm petrified with these ladies because I want to do the best job possible so that you walk out with the tools that can amplify your music career. You're all going to need managers because you cannot do it yourself. The music business is all about collaboration. We've already struck up a deal inside there. I'm in Cape Town. I'm going to be the go-between or to guide them who to speak to. It's a different world. It's two hours away. How do you get to Kirstenbosch to do shows? What do you need to do, etc. So that will be, in a nutshell, what a manager does. Keeps the artist safe and looks after him every step of the way. It is a marriage. It is 24-7. And if you don't like the music of that particular artist, don't get involved. You've got to actually enjoy what you do. Yeah. If you enjoy what you do, it's not a work. Just to tell that, I think artist management isn't, it's not as glamorous as saying, oh, I manage so-and-so, because after you've announced it, the real hard work begins, because now when so-and-so is not making money, people are looking at you, Miss Manager, to say how, but aren't you supposed to be managing the business? So there's so much work that goes into it, and to speak on ex like expanding a career and having it span over a lifetime, I would suppose. I think there's also other things that you look at beyond what the artist does when you meet them. As a human being, you are so multifaceted. I'd look at Somizi, who is a multi-talented media personality. Today he's cooking, tomorrow he's emceeing, the next day he's choreographing, the next day he's doing books, the next day he's got a shoe deal, the next day he's on a billboard. There's so many different things that an artist can do and so many different things you can monetize. Now, and now do you drive those ideas? You have to. You, you, you've got to see some... Sometimes you look at your artist and you see something they don't see in themselves. Mm. And you say, Mara Somizi, did you know that, oh, have you thought about this and this and this a thing? You go and you do your nails every day and you're spending uh, 600 Rand. What about going into a production line where, that produces these things that you're doing? I'm not saying that's what he's going to be doing, but if you look at someone and you're able to see what they do and their habits and their behaviors and their likes and their passions, and you're able to turn that into something you can monetize, that is the, that's, that's one of the other roles of being a manager, being able to strategize, being able to, to build assets for these artists so that they can monetize things beyond what you met them doing. So if tomorrow the artist that you're managing who's a singer loses their voice, are you done working with them? I say, ah, sorry, what we met about is now finished. What about all the other things they can possibly do? So I think when you start engaging someone that you're going to be working with as an artist or as a manager, start to look at what else can we do beyond what I'm doing right now because life is long. Not everybody's going to be as fortunate as a Brasipo who one song <laughs> has made him so much money over so many years. There are some people who just have to work six, seven times as hard to be able to monetize many different things. I think also artists who fall into like legendary status, they still have to work crazy hard in their 70s going to shows, traveling, up and down, you're on the road. That's not easy stuff to do. So do you want to be the artist that is 80 years old going to 50 gigs in a month? Or do you want to be someone who's able to look like an Yvonne Chaka Chaka and say, oh, I've got 
this foundation running, it's doing all these good things. I've got this business that I have interest in. I sit on a board of this company. I do this for the UN. All of these different things that she can do that don't require her to be on stage only. So those are the things that you've got to start thinking about. Now in the beginning of your career or in the beginning of your engagement with someone to say, where are we going? What can we possibly see? And don't also think of your time in that person's life now. Because sometimes we like to say, I, it's only going to benefit me now. So let's do this now. Think beyond. What is your legacy going to be with this person? Maybe your retirement plan is not the artist. But what I can you go... I to touch base. I wanted us to track back a bit because I think we're talking on a very high level. I think with up-and-coming artists, you guys always want to go for the, the manager that is already, you know, profound or the person that, oh, I want to go to a CV with my banner and I want her to manage me. You know, sometimes the manager that you're really looking for is the person sitting next to you. Mm. Or sometimes the person that you're looking for is your friend or your cousin or your, you know, someone that's, that's close by. If you can, if that person that you're trying to find can just be hardworking, can have a vision and understand your vision and try and push your vision for you, I don't think what they've said right now is a difficult concept, you know? Because at the end of the day, we are learning. I learn every day. Like every single day when I wake up, my is calling me to find out something new that I probably don't even know. You know, during Corona, I had to find out what is publishing and who do I speak to with regards to publishing? Who do I speak to when I have to go to Samro or Sampra or Sync Deals? I just got a Sync Deal for my Potters. was my first Sync Deal. I've never done a Sync Deal in my life, you know? I had to go and find out how do you cost this? How do you do all these things? But it's, it's a matter of, Having somebody that can honestly and truly speaking fight for you no matter what the situation, whatever situation may arise. Because at the end of the day, you are trying to envision or rather bring to life the, the idea or the concepts or the creative that the artist has. Because at the end of the day, artists are creatives. They honestly and truly speaking don't know the business, you know. And it, it's not their role to understand yeah, the business. They really don't understand the business. Just they like it's not your role to sing. Exactly. Yeah. I get told stay in my lane. So I'll stay in my lane. Hundred percent. I don't know what keys on chords are and the amp and the and the the lock drum and the this. I don't know any of that. Don't put me in studio, but put me in a boardroom or put me in a in a meeting where I need to fight for you. I'll fight for you. And that's really what a manager needs to do. They need to protect you. They need to keep you safe, and they need to fight for you no matter what. So let me yeah. ask this: at, at what point does what you think is right? versus what the artist thinks is right, clash, and, and how do you then navigate the decision-making as a manager? You speak of examples, and you look at the, at the artist, what he's doing. I just wanted to go back about, like, Somisi doing nails and books and everything else. I've also got a unique advantage. Sipa Mabuse went back and did matric at 60. Now, that's a huge thing. I've positioned him regarding going and speaking about adult basic education. There's two companies that have utilized it. One was a, a big mining company up on the platinum belt, and we went and everything else. And my request was we go down to the mine. So we went down at 4 a.m. to go and see what mine working is all about. We were supposed to speak for an hour. We were there for the whole day. But the inspiration that you got by putting your artist there in front of people so you can touch, feel, and talk is insurmountable. Now, I understood that vision. The artist got a fee, and you can have your normal fee for performance, it's X. I said, fine, we'll do it for Y, because that's how the artist earns. Again, going and back and, 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 and keeping them safe. And talking about what Tuli was saying earlier, there's one of the points that I made here earlier with you're looking for a manager. It might be your best friend, but write down a piece of paper 
hi Martin, I'm the artist, I'm going to hire Thule as my manager and we're going to try for 90 days and you're going to get 15% of the work that you bring in over that time. These are my fees and these are my structure. Try it. Because what is the worst thing that can happen? It doesn't work out, but you've tried and your friend has learned points and you have learned points. Because you as an artist also need to know what you want. What are your goals for the year? When you wake up on the 1st of January, what are your goals that you are planning for 2022, 2023, etc.? How are you going to write that song? How are you going to collaborate? How are you going to get to Maporisa? You're not going to see him at a bar and ask him, Hi, I'm a starting out artist. I want to present and I want to sing with you. You're going to find the manager. He's probably going to laugh at you, but he won't. He'll smile and let you take the selfie and you'll go, look who I was with at the weekend. That's not business. Business is done by finding the manager, by finding the agent. And the really good managers and really good agents are the ones who are just quietly in the background doing their work. That's what it's about. And if you can find that balance, you're then well on your way to making a success. Because it's an incredibly hard industry. If you think this is nine to five, then you might as well leave and walk out the door. Because that email can come in at 20 past nine, where they spell Mabuse with a Z-A, when it's an S-E. <laughs> I don't freak out. I reply in the morning, I just change it, S-E. Dear sir, thank you so much for the request. Please note the spelling error is incorrect. And then you quote, how do you want to engage? I made that mistake with a musician called Nile Rogers. And you know the name, who he is. I left out the D. The manager hit the roof in New York. And you must remember, this is a global game. When you're on the internet, you're the center of the universe. And that's the way I look at it. I try and position myself to what would the Americans do? What would the Europeans do? We were talking earlier off air. I learned so much in Germany. I also learned so much in Germany. When they say it's four o'clock, it's four o'clock. It's not you arriving and plugging in. There's no such thing as African time. It doesn't exist. There's no African watch. It doesn't exist. I toured there in 1989 with Don Laka, Jimmy M. Gwandi, musicians who are seriously established now. We arrived at four o'clock. The, su the sound check was at four o'clock. By five o'clock, they were ready to start. The sound was off. We start at four, not five. They were never, ever late again. Never. Prepare or prepare to fail. Sipokazi Jonas, a poet, a poet, master's graduate out of Queenstown, performed at a conference that I, I, I run called Music Exchange. Two months ago, someone found her on Facebook, an ad agency. Can you do this thing, etc., etc.? There's no money. She passed it over to me. I wrote a long letter to the ad agency with a short, what's called a one-pager. And I think this is where we'll, we will touch on as well, how you present yourself to people like this to get interested to be managed. A one-pager on what she'd done, what she'd worked on. We'd love to do the work. Unfortunately, during these pandemic times, this is how artists eat. Her normal fee, and this is gospel, is 15,000 Rand for what you're wanting. 
We are happy to do it for half that price because we understand and at short notice they said we've only got X amount, 4,000 Rand. I said thank you very much and we took it. We were paid the next day. A deal was done. What does that, that, what, what does that turn out? The agency respected us. They were open and honest and said we've only got this amount of money. They expected the craft. We got paid. The event only ran three or four weeks later. But Sipokazi was able to pay some bills and they were happy for her to do some previous work that she'd done that is available on YouTube. So build a story and we'll touch on it later. Have what's called a one pager. Who you are, what you are about, what makes you unique. Have your YouTube links. If you've got stuff out on the streaming platforms, put those links in there. And the question I want to throw up, are we going to work? Or is it a job? What are we doing? I'm going to work. I'm going to work. I think you're going to work as well. Mm. It's not a job, it's work. And if artists understand that, they stand a chance of being successful. DJ Maporisa is maybe earning 50,000 Rand, say for ex example for a show. Hot Sticks is earning say 100,000 Rand for a show. We put in the same amount of work as we would with the 15,000 Rand show, the time, the contract and everything else, we're getting 15% or 20%, whichever you negotiate initially. Where are you going to put your time and effort in? The one that's obviously paying more. But you can get there by presenting yourself properly because there has to be a new DJ Maporisa, there needs to be a new RJ Benjamin, there needs to be a new Sipo Mabuse coming through. They can't go on forever. We're always looking out for talent and take the opportunity to network. Have that business card ready. When the door opens, you have to be ready to step through that door. It's as simple as just having a business card ready. Here's my Twitter details. Here's my website. Look around wordpress.com. You can make a short one pager with a couple of pictures. Set up a Facebook page. Set up Twitter, set up Instagram. What is private stays private with your dog and your cat and your love of Kaiser Chiefs or Orlando Pirates. Mm. Have a fan page where you engage. Keep putting out stories on a daily basis. I wanted to just touch on exposure based on the fact of how you guys, you know how artists are, they, they always want to go to gigs, they want to get paid for gigs, they always want to just be at the top all the time and sometimes it's really not like that, you know, especially as an up and coming artist, in order to get that exposure, you need to go to those gigs, you need to go find a Thule who's standing behind DJ Maporosa or who's standing behind Shimza, who's standing behind PH or whoever, because half the time they're really there and actually get their number. Because half the time, as much as you may be scared to speak to the artist, the manager's there for a reason. It's not, maybe not the manager, maybe it's the road manager. It's, it can be anybody, but someone that's part of the team. How I started in this game, let me just quickly track back, is that I approached DJ Maporosa at an event. You know, I approached him and I said, look, you're so cool. You know, a fan, a fan moment. I think you're so cool. I think one day we're going to work together. That's what I said to him. And he thought I was joking. He thought I was cuckoo in the brain, right? A couple of years later, I get a phone call from him and saying, dude, I remember one, two, three, four, can we work? And at, at the time he was doing like a festival or something like that, and he needed me to help him or something. I believe that as an artist, certain things you put forward before you even like 
before you even think you're going to need it. A moment of you just coming to me and speaking to me and saying, Tuli, I'm this person and I do one, two, three, four. This is my social media platform. You might not be serious about me right now, but one day you're going to notice me. You know? Moments like that start a, a process in your mind that allows you to become great. Because if you as an artist do not believe in yourself, your manager is not going to believe in you at all. If they don't believe in you, if your manager doesn't believe in you, you guys are not going to go to the next level. So you guys need to find it in your spirit, in your soul, in your, your everything. Planning ahead, but without, not even realizing that you're planning. I don't know if I'm making sense. <laughs> planning ahead without even realizing that you're planning ahead, right? Let me go back to exposure. Small things like going to an event, speaking to the promoter and saying, look, dog, you don't know me. I'm this guy. I've been coming to your shows. Please, can you, you know, next time, mfage, Joe, just one, one song type thing. The promoter's going to say to you no maybe 10 times. But the 11th time, he's going to say yes because you know what? DJ Maporisa arrived late and he needs to fill that 10-minute space. And that is your opportunity. You get booked. That one, okay, he doesn't pay you. It's the exposure, right? You just want that platform to speak to people or sing to people or rap to people or whatever the case may be in that 10-minute slot because DJ Maporisa is late. But that 10 minutes... If you think about it, how many promoters are in the crowd watching you at that moment? And also with the cell phone, a smartphone, get someone to capture that 10 minutes for you and rinse that 10 minutes and use it for every other promoter and say, 100%. look at these people that's screaming my name. That's what I do for, for Daliwanga. Daliwanga, people know Daliwanga's voice. They don't know his face, right? They know his songs. They don't know his face. So when I'm trying to sell Daliwanga, they're like, who's, who's Daliwanga? Then I sing the song to the promoter. I literally sing the song, like, <laughs> friends with Ben, I'm there trying to sing it. And the promoter's like, I, I mean, I don't know this guy, right? But the road manager is there taking a video of him when girls are screaming for him or whatever the case may be. And I say, no, this is Daliwanga. And the minute I send that video, it's like, say oh, no get more. the man, all yeah. right, okay. Yeah. We're booking him. Just because of the fact that we're in a crowd, he was in a crowd and he was singing and people were going crazy over him. That exposure, that 10 minute video that we had mm. is now getting him the next gig. And even if it's not paying him his full fee and it's paying him half the amount or maybe even nothing, it's putting him on because mm. there's how many promoters in the crowd? You don't know. They could be 10, they could be 15, they could be 100 promoters. Everybody in the crowd could be a promoter for all we know, mm. you know? And that exposure is for me the most crucial part because pro artists actually make most of their money from live shows. So if you're building your rapport in terms of going to gigs and getting gigs and people seeing you and actually be getting, getting paid for it, that money comes to you. Yes, I'm taking my 10%, I'm taking my 15%, but the rest of the money goes to you. And that money, most importantly, you guys actually need to use that money to put it back into yourselves. Mm. You know, that's the most important. You need to invest in yourself because if you don't invest in yourself, who do you expect to invest in you? That was part one of this Amped Studios Masterclass. Tune in next week to hear part two on the Amped Studios Music Industry Podcast. Brought to you by Old Mutual. Hope you're learning a lot and loving the series. Please subscribe right now to make sure you don't miss out on more. And if you'd like to see videos or access more content or even use the Amped Studios facilities. Or maybe you just want to be part of our Amped Studios journey. Go to our website. That's ampedstudios.co.za. A-M-P-D-studios.co.za and sign up there. You can also sign up by sending your name to our WhatsApp line on 081 707 That's 081 707 Music has changed. How it makes us feel never will. The time is now to visit mstudios.co.za. Brought to you by Old Mutual.